right here at this location. Right here. We we're at having this a conversation. It's very undisclosed location. Is Santa Black though? Santa Black? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what neighborhood you go to. Uh, if you go to Crenshaw, yeah, he is going to be black. If you go to East LA, I think he's going to be Latino. <laughs> Probably be uh, one of the homies uh, on 13th Street or something. I don't know. Part to Oakland. Go to Oakland, uh, he's going to be Hyphy Fifey Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> go team. Hyphy Fifey. Yeah. I agree. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Live it in live. Outside again, baby. Outside. This, you know, it's been pretty, pretty damn cold. This week has been cold. Yeah. Well, it's been cold. It's been fiery in LA. It's been a lot of stuff going on. Dude, it, it looked like Lord of the Rings. Like who? Look like Lord of the Rings, the mountains. Did you see some of the images? Did you no, see some of the uh, no, I didn't really see them. Dude, the, the, the hills were on fire, but to, 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 at the, like. But did they have eyes though? Maybe, who knows? All right, let's not get the sponsors. <laughs> we got sponsors. We got sponsors, and we also have Maria. Oh, I don't have a nickname for Maria yet. My only nickname for me, Maria is Maria. That's her name, motherfucker. I know, Maria, 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 like the song. Magazine. It was a magazine. Yeah. And it, it was Malcolm X. It was a, it was a it was a profile on Malcolm X. Okay. 1964. From, dude, 19, from 1964. The, the year before he died. Dude, I, I do not uh, I do not receive gifts well, especially in public spaces. So I like I didn't look that grateful 
But Zay Zay, thank you very much. Zay Zay, the Dream Master. Um, and I'm sure Gene has a lot of stuff like that too, so go check it out. And third and final sponsor, Church yeah. of What's Happening Now. Yeah. We're turkeys. Learn how to be eagles. Why gobble when you can soar? Soar by fly. That's about it. Let's get party. Let's party. Let's go. They didn't, so it's all good. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, we're very lucky. What? I think we're very lucky to be alive. No, you just got to know how to drive, motherfucking shit. You just got to know how to <laughs> you know, shit. Just, just yeah. drive right. You yeah. ain't got to, ain't too much to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got, who, who, who's this? We got one. I think she can introduce herself. What's oh, your name? Hello, gentlemen. Is that rude? I thought, is that rude? There's two of them. She brought her partner with her, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's her She's like, the My fuck? Homie. You need to introduce her? <laughs> Maria! I, she needs no introduction, I don't think. Everybody already knows. Maria. Fernandez. Hello. Maria Guerrero Fernandez? Fernandez Guerrero. You, man, you said it backwards, man. You yeah, said else, that, that's. Well, you said my man. dad first, and then. No, yeah. my mom first, and then my dad. On her, on her Instagram. No, man. This ain't live, money. On her Instagram, it goes Maria J. Fuentes Fernandez. What the fuck? He said Fuentes. I know there's a, I've seen a Fuentes before. Fernandez is Fernandez. Maria. Maria Fernandez. J. You can back up, you can back up like, eight. yeah, you're good right there. Maria J., which stands for Jose, Maria Jose Fernandez Guerrero. Yeah, that part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up, Maria? What's, What's up? Thanks for coming through. Real. Thank you for inviting me. I'm Man. happy to be here. It's cold. It's a nice night. <laughs> is it cold or is it nice? It's nice. It's nice. You wait, your teeth ain't like, chattering yet, so you'll be all right. <laughs> now, Anna's got about four jackets on and a blanket, too. And some long yeah. johns. And some long john slippers. So we're gonna be, what are we going to talk about today? 
What's been going on, Maria? Whew. She said, woo. Oh, yeah. That's how you know it's been a long <laughs> ass year. Woo, let me tell you. <laughs> woo, man. Well. How was your year? How's your year go, man? We, we, we all, you know, it's almost at the end of the year. My year has been great, actually. Okay, if okay. it could, if it's going to be, like, New Year's tomorrow, I think it's, for to, to wrap up the year, it's been a great year, actually. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of things. I've made a, a lot of friends. Um, good friends, met good people, some um, bad people. But some fuckboys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's life, though. You're going to meet oh, some fuckboys. Oh, hell yeah. Some fuckboys, too. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, you, learn, you, learn from them, you learn from the males. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you learn from everyone, not only from the fuckboys. <laughs> um, can, can you say fuckboys one more time? Fuckboys. Woo! This sounds so exotic. Fuckboys. You fuckboy. <laughs> are there any, um, they all know they all know who they are they know, they know who they, they are, know who they she are. Ain't gotta say no names to this motherfucker she know they know um, are there any like standout situations that happened this year that you could think of like man that was a aha moment this year you know Oprah you, shout out to damn, Oprah damn it hurt damn let her talk no aha that's what you got aha moment that's Oprah aha moment shoot yeah any kind of like eye-opening moments this year that made you kind of like uh, change your perspective on life or maybe how you was moving or whatever? Yes, I do have one. It happened with my roommate, actually, who's right here next to me. Okay, she's my about to witness as well. My roommate, Anna. Well, we had we had a situation last year um, which, like, it kind of became a conflict between us. Remember? Oh, yeah. When, y'all like, fought, y'all caught the fade? Because I'm not... No, it's just that I'm not... I'm still not used to, like, we and uh smoking and oh, you know yeah, I'm sorry. so <laughs> but oh, it's yeah, just it's just it. my thing it's just my gone. thing it's just my thing because i didn't grow up with it okay. um but i just wasn't very um i don't know i didn't i didn't accept it at that time so i was pretty upset that my roommate was doing it and my other roommate wasn't <laughs> so i was like why but um, I learned to be more understandable and, um, you know, what other people um, like and they like to do and relaxes them. And it's cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like what you're doing and what you guys are doing right now, it's like not doing any harm to anyone. So mm-hmm. it's all good. But but you, you grew up kind of with the demonization. Well, yeah, of I mean, it's um, it's growing up with a very conservative family. Yeah. Um, Although my brothers, I know my older brother used to smoke weed, but he, like, used to keep it really, like, on the low. Mm-hmm. He didn't want his ass whooped. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Um, my mom found one of his, um, they call it tronchos over there in Peru, tronchos. Mm-hmm. And she found one. And she flipped what out. Is troncho? Is that a piece? Troncho is a blunt. Troncho is a blunt. Say that one again. I'm going to use that one more. Troncho. Troncho. Let me get a pack of troncho. Troncho. Yeah, let me get two of those. So, yeah, she found the blunts and she flipped out. She was like, Where did you get this from? What are you Mm. doing with your life? You're going to die, this and that. Um, She threw it to the, like, on the toilet. It was gone. My he brother was, was hell, hell yeah. yeah. He was like, I, I was saving it for a friend. Nah, you saving it for a friend. You always use a friend. Always a friend. Always a friend. Always a friend. Always a friend. I feel it though. He was, he was scared. He was a little shook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did not know, and he couldn't even say it. He's like, she's just a friend. 
This marquee on that ass. It's just a friend. And I was, I remember I was at the door, um, at his room door, just standing, looking at him, looking all miserable because he was. Are you older or younger? Uh, my brother? Yeah. He's older. He's, um. So you were young. You were like in the, holding on to your teddy bear, watching the what? No, I was like 13. Uh, I was like 13. He was 20, he was 20, uh, eight probably. Yeah. Cause yeah. Mm. 20, 27, 27. Cause he, um, he's 14 years older. Yeah. And uh, and I was just looking at him like, yeah, you got caught, man. Nah, <laughs> you just got caught. With. I was like, you gonna uh, get your ass hey, beat. Be smoking that tweet. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it was funny though. But then uh, that's that's basically what I remember. What um, when everything like the idea of weed being a bad thing um, started. And uh, but yeah, and I guess it just continued until I came to Oakland. I I started living in Oakland. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and everyone was doing, you know, like a bus stop, Bart, um, mm. th- th- everywhere, streets, <laughs> everywhere. Blowing big, uh, uh, my na- hell oh, yeah. come on, the town, they blowing it down. <laughs> my neighbor know. was doing it. Yeah. Um, I was getting <laughs> like, second. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbor, my teacher, like everybody. Everyone. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was living with my auntie, and she, of course, she was like, this shit, like, I can't wait to move out. Mm. They're all, like, smelling like weed, and <laughs> I don't like this. So yeah. then again, everything, culture, like, yeah. 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 yeah, It is a culture shock. Okay. Yeah. Who's culture shock? It's a culture shock, but also, I think a lot of weed culture is, can be really selfish. And uh, also, there's, like there's a lack of perspective for people who do smoke weed because I don't think they are capable real, or or I don't, I don't think they care to think about how other people feel mm-hmm. in terms of like the smoke because it's like and I didn't realize this until I stopped smoking and when you stop smoking you kind of become like a narc or when you get over the hump of not wanting to do it anymore and then you really really stop you start to realize how some of your habits might have been I don't know, may have harmed people, may have like, uh, especially like your your friend, your family, right? And people who, right. who didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And how, and how like those friends who said that you changed and you're like, oh, bullshit. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of did change because suddenly your priorities change. Priorities that, that you're supposed to keep. I don't know, I think it's an individual thing though, Howie. You think, I, 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 mean, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I think so. some people can stay on point smoking weed and some people can't. I agree, right. I agree. That's just what it is. No, I, yeah. have, I absolutely agree with that and I think... But I think also to be smoking in a public area, like for example on the bar corner without any consideration yeah. for other people's... Like you're in a public space. Mm-hmm. It's like vaporizers, dude. Vaporizers, people vape on campus and they blow their smoke and it gets in your face. Like kids, I don't do kids. Like kids and all that, I don't. I'm not. But even I, even I don't even if they're not like just smoking in front of kids and all like that, like even I'm, if they're I'm, not nah, kids, nah. even if they're like, yeah. dude, there's this vape. We were at the Matt Platter, is this music shop in University Village, mm-hmm. and a guy walks in, and then he just vapes inside the store, and then just walks out, doesn't even, re- and then the guy behind the counter is like, did that guy just <laughs> like we're all just vape? <laughs> And yeah, it'd be a hoodie, big ass cloud. Like, what yeah. What the fuck? It was like, it was absurd. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But yeah. I don't think when you're in it, I think it's very hard to realize that because 
Nah, I mean, you're just getting hot. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, like, like it, it was a culture shock. You know what I mean? Shit. The first time I got caught smoking weed, man, <laughs> I was 16 years old, yo. And see, my mom, what she would do, when she would, when she would come home from work, she will like, sit in the driveway and listen to NPR, BBC. Yeah. Oh. For, for, for a few minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, after school, I had a few of the homies up. We was on the side, and, you, know, on, on, you know, with a patio and all that. You didn't see her? Nah, because, cause, like, how it was, like, the garage is in front. And like I, I couldn't, I can't see through the house because like the garage is like in the front, and I'm on the side of the house. No, nah, I, I didn't expect her to come on that early. And one of her homies had looked over the little the balcony or went in on the side and said, "Hey, what kind of car? What, what color your mama car? What, what color your mom car?" And I was like, "Silver." He was like, "Hey, it's a silver car in the driveway right now." I was like, "Oh shit, hey, don't nobody move. I was like, hey, don't 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 go out just yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I I was gonna time it." You know what I mean? I was gonna let her come in, but mind you, man, we had been smoking weed. Cause like, yeah. I was in Cali. You know what I'm saying? My first time smoking weed ever was in Cali. I just wait, wait, smoked wait, wait, weed. Wait, I just smoked. I'm talking about in high school. In high school, when I was up when I up north, uh, when I went to high, uh, high school okay, for a couple okay. years up north, yeah, 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 yeah. and I go back to Chicago in the summer. Anyway, doing, you know, at the school, the homies would come over, so we had a couple of chicks up in there. You know what I mean? A couple of homies up. We smoking and shit. I didn't think she was coming home early. She pulled up. She coming out. She's like. Oh hell no! Nah. But 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 it's, when she got out, the homie started running out too early, so she saw him like as she was walking in, and it was like it looked like the Snoop Dogg video, my nigga. Yes. I was like, oh hell no, nah, I'm caught, G. My mom smelled the weed. She saw the girls coming out the side Were of the house. Smoking inside? Nah, we were smoking this, but now nah, the pack. You know how like you smoke next to the screen door and it dri- it'll like drift in. You supposed to smoke? Oh. Okay. I was just like just like just like fuck, cause I. I thought she was gonna be on later. Yeah, yeah. I tied the wrong. She came, she pulled up on my ass early like a motherfucker. <laughs> Do you know my mom wrote me this long ass letter, G? Oh, oh. <laughs> talking about documentation. I never my son would have a drug problem, and I never thought my son would be doing drug. Like it was like really like, like damn, I felt bad. And she locked me out, nigga. <laughs> she locked me. I had this. Oh, I didn't sleep outside. I went to the homie house, but yeah, she locked me out the house. How old were you? Sixteen. She locked me out the house, man. And I remember, like, I came back the next morning, and she was really talking to me. She let me in and shit, and, like, it was just real awkward or whatever. But, you know, it wasn't until recently that my mom really, I won't say comfortable with smoking, smoking weed, but she was like, I never forget, a couple years, she was like, a couple years ago, she was like, well, why don't you just get you some edibles or something? Like, edibles? What you know about some edibles? It is just kind of shocking. Like, nah, I don't do elbows. You know, I'm just you know, smoking. It was like, all right, well, I guess because, like, you know, the whole Obama thing and legalizing weed, it kind of made her more open to the whole uh, yeah. recreational marijuana. Hmm. Okay. You know, now that it's, like, legal, like, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, shit, you can't get arrested for this shit like that. So now, okay, maybe, <laughs> you know, I don't condone it, but it's like, what can I say? He grown. Mm-hmm. So it was just really, I'll never forget that shit. But I, I feel you on the, on the non-smoking thing, though. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I feel like it was a change for me. Like, that was a, the last culture shock that I had, um, which was, like, really big to me because it's, like, changing the, the mentality uh, very, like, sudden, I guess. Because yeah. it, did, it did, well, not really. Like, it did take me a while. I still, like, I still have my moments. But, um... But yeah, at least I'm more acceptable about it. I, I accept it more and I respect it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was, it was, I don't know. It's okay. I mean, that's cool. So, so that's one of the things that, that really kind of was like a, like an eye opener when you got here. 
Yeah. I mean, well, it's the, the smoking weed thing and everything like that. Yeah. What about in terms of like the opposite sex, the guys? I mean, like, you know, guys coming at you and the dating, you know, what, how does that, how does your, I mean, because I know your family probably like, no, you ain't dating nobody 235. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody rich and shit. No, so, um, okay, in that sense, I feel like I have more liberty here because I'm by myself. Okay. Um, so, in that sense, I've developed a, a more, more, I don't know, try to try more things to be more, to take more risks in that area. Um, what, what kind of risk are you talking about now? Because um, I mean, you don't want to be too risky out shoot, here. Like no. getting out of my comfort zone, like not being too naive, I guess. And like when I need to say something, I say it instead of like, oh, I'm just going to wait till whatever he says like let's see what he says first yeah, you're not you know you're not you're, you're more outspoken with it yeah okay. yeah yeah so okay. uh before you're like and, no, no i don't like you your breath stinks <laughs> i'm not fucking with you okay stop calling me <laughs> where you you know you're probably like oh well you know i just yeah you know, like you know out the shell yeah i guess yeah. and also like uh i would see i remember i would see my friends getting everything paid for you know like in dates they will get everything paid for mm. and here i was like nah i'm gonna pay my my half i'm gonna pay my half uh, if damn I, where was you at how come i don't know <laughs> For the folks at home, Maria's from Peru. Uh, in Peru, oh yeah, uh, I'm from Peru. Uh, Peru? The women, Peru. the women pay for the no. Oh, so then why are you? That's the thing. Like they will get everything paid. Like if some guy will take my friends, like you in know. In Peru, you're talking about. Yeah, in Peru. Oh, so what, here when you came to America? When like, I came I here, I was that? like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. ain't nobody paying for my shit, so I'm going to pay that my own. That's not like City of God for some reason. That just sounds like you was living in the City of God for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I just picture City of God when you said brew. <laughs> like, damn, you was a little Lose in there? No. 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 Last time I saw City of God, was with Maria. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like that, though. He was a yeah. badass. Um... But yeah, like I wanted to change that and I wanted to to be more independent because I feel like when we pay, when we when we do things on our own, um, especially when it comes to <laughs> especially when it comes to uh, uh, paying for our own food or right. I don't know, um, I feel like it gives us more independence. I feel like I don't know, I might be wrong, um, but that's that's how I feel. So when I went on a date, my first date that I had here, I just paid for my half. Mm. And I feel good. I feel good. I was like, well, yeah, like, I don't depend on you. I'm not waiting for you to, like, pull out your credit card. I'm like, I'm going to pay for mine. And I told the lady, I remember we went to get tortas. And, um, yeah, I pay for my own torta. I said, I was like, okay, this torta, I'm gonna pay it, and he's gonna pay his own. And he was like, oh, he looked at me, and he was like, okay, all right. I don't care. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm paying yeah. for my. <laughs> I'm paying for she my. She don't give shit. a damn. She got her own money. She got her own. Yeah. She got her own. I N D. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. But um, maybe I gave him the wrong message. I don't know. But I yeah. just wanted to do that um, to make myself feel better for some reason. Like I just wanted to do that, and I did it. <laughs> um, he didn't tell me anything. He didn't say that he didn't like it. He didn't like the fact that I that I paid for my for for my food 
Um, later on, he invited me for ice cream, so it was good. Ah, shit. Um, well, but was it Cold Stone or was it Baskin Robbins? It was. Oh, was it Peru? No, no, no. Oh, that was here. here. That was here. Yeah, here's okay, where well, I well, dated. What kind of ice cream was it? Because you did, you could tell about a lot about a man, but what kind of ice cream place he takes you to? I think it was Baskin Robbins. No, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Baskin Robbins. Ah, he don't love you. Yeah. He would have took her to Cold Stone if she were, if he was really feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's just real shit though. <laughs> if I really like a girl, come on, man. I'm not gonna take her to motherfucking McDonald's and get a dollar cone. I'm gonna take her to Cold Stone. Oh man. shit! I, 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 I'm not an That's if I really. Like. I'm not even an ice cream person. Why? How? how Wait, well then, motherfucker, you ain't gonna give me ice cream, is you? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> shit, duh, motherfucker. That's cool. So, uh, well, I, 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 so did you want to get like a fresh start here in America in terms of like your, I don't know, I guess sovereignty? Yeah. When, when, when you're like, inter- when you're in a relationship with a man, you're like, this is an opportunity for me to, to, to. So first of all, I feel like over there, because my circle is really, I have a really close um, circle sir. of friends. Yeah. yeah. You don't fuck with a lot of people. Yeah, I, I have a tight circle. And it has been reduced over time. Um, now no, I think I have like... Off. Yeah. I think right now I have like maybe two, three people that I talk to. Um, and uh, But before it was like everyone wants to be... Everyone wanted to be like metido, like always... Gossiping, metido, metido, like wandering about your life, like oh, always okay. trying to see what you were up to. Okay. So, um, because of that, I feel like I didn't really have my own um, way of, um, I don't know how to, how do I say it, like, like your out- outlook of life and just your own perspective of things, or what? No, no, no. Um, maybe the fact that. I was like, and because I was a late bloomer, I was a late bloomer. Like I, I yeah, was really, yeah. I was really concerned. You're a girl. You're a daughter, though. So you're supposed to be an early bloomer. I have, <laughs> you're, you're I have two older brothers. Yeah, yeah. No, I have good. two older brothers, so they were very protective. Yeah. And, uh, and and my friends were like always dating, always bringing guys. They will bring guys to my house, <laughs> so like their parents don't find out. And oh, I man. would always see that. And uh, when it was my turn, it was like, okay, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I was like, eh, yeah, but I don't know, like, that's not me. So in that sense, I felt like when it came, when it was my turn to, to maybe see a guy or talk to a guy, yeah. um, I had to meet a lot of expectations, their, their expectations. So mm. it wasn't like my individual approach. I felt like it was like a lot of people telling me a lot you of things. Subservient to the man, almost. Yeah. To my friends, to, to friends. like what they were telling me, like you should do this, you should do that. Then like put makeup on or or do this, yeah. wear some heels. And I was like, I don't want to wear heels, you know? Like why would I? Right, wear like my fucking day, I want flats, Shit, my Jordans or something, man. Um, I remember one of my, my friends. She, she was like, you should wear some heels, like. And I was like, nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyways, here. Hey, shout out to you though. Shout out to having a mind of her own shit in, in, in today's society, which is an endangered species. Something it seems like sometimes. Not Boy, even. Absolutely. Shit. Not even. Ain't got a mind of their own out, out here. <laughs> you should do this, or you should shut the fuck up, bitch. Hold on. I I just I hated that. I hated that. And my mom will also do the same thing like oh you should wear a dress you should like comb your hair leave your hair like this don't put it in a ponytail 
and it was it was really <laughs> annoying so when i came here it was like the liberty of doing what i wanted and what um i thought it was right uh the thing though was to find the person and here i see that there is a lot of these connections uh between people it's like very everything is very casual so yeah so maybe i had my own i had my own approach now like i wanted to apply my own approach to um the man that i the man that i, I would date right. but at the same time it was like oh it seems like they're, they're gonna hurt me bad so i was scared so you had that like preconceived notion going into the, the situation yeah the fuck boy the fuck boy <laughs> approach but, but wouldn't that kind of like like make it fail before you even started like because yeah but you're going to it with a certain mindset or mm-hmm. negative mindset yeah which is you're kind of like predicting predicting uh predicting the end right yeah uh, the demise before the beginning mm-hmm. so do you think you had to like change that mindset when it comes to the opposite sex or you just, or you think you just keep like a wall up now or what, like what? i still keep a wall you got to because yeah. these motherfuckers crazy out here <laughs> you got two wall about three four walls i yeah. still keep do what's up no, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> no because the casualness. What was the city like that you came from? Imperial. The city? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, like, was it small? First of all, what was the city? What was the name? Uh, Chiclayo. Chiclayo. So was it small or because you're talking about how your your group was small? Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the big differences between uh, like communities in other countries versus communities in like America, where mm-hmm. um, the, the, like. The, the circle of friends is very tight and then also you know them for your entire life yeah versus like i don't know there's a couple people here in america that i'll know maybe for my entire lives but not in the way that like these people in like countries like you know in peru or mexico or Mm -hmm. like even in europe like the camaraderie is different yeah the camaraderie and i get i can i I experience some of that in like like by through like the immigrant like through immigrants like you or like immigrants like my parents like I experienced this camaraderie that is like a lifelong camaraderie that I don't know that I'd ever have unless I can sometimes see it happening um, if it's career based mm-hmm. but only if it's like something like entertainment because and and I'll hear comedians talk about it a lot where like yeah I've known for like 20, 25, 30 years because because they were just on the same trajectory mm-hmm. and they were working on the same thing but I think that's also unique to just certain industries and I'm really envious of that because uh, you know it's I mean but you got that with Ethiopians though there uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, that yeah. I do. You can't take that for granted. Have no, no I, do, I do right. have it with the Ethiopian community but at the same time a lot of them are either much younger than me or older than me. It doesn't matter. Age ain't nothing but a number. I'm just saying but it's, you still got that connection to that Ethiopian, you know what I'm saying, culture. I think and so. so but in there's, terms a like, there's a difference. Versus like we black 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 Americans or African Americans, we have a fragmented culture. No, we but I, I don't and think and to like I don't together. think that makes. I, I think like places like Brooklyn, for example, have really strong community, or maybe in like Queens or the Bronx have communities where they all grew up on the same street corner or in the same neighborhood and know each other for an entire lifetime. Mm. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like <clears throat> connections based on like along racial or ethnic lines. I'm talking about connections ba- connections based on like like direct interaction mm-hmm. and that direct interaction coming from living in the same place and occup- occupying the same space yeah. for an entire lifetime. And so 
to get back to like the casualness of these relationships, I was wondering if that comes from maybe the bigness of these American, this American community that you come into mm-hmm. versus the smallness of the Peruvian community. Mm-hmm. Well, like I told you before, it, I feel like uh, people here, they change places a lot. So let's say yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the, tra- the trajectory of um, educational, you know, um, elementary school, middle school, high school, like you yeah, just yeah. move around a lot. Um, due to jobs also like parents have to like move their whole families away um, and I feel like that's where the connections get lost unlike in Peru um, I have friends who I've known them for like 17 years most of them actually 17 years old or so so um, because we went to the same high school since we were like eight years old I mean the same the, the same school uh, Catholic school since we were six years old, uh, six, eight years old or so. And uh, some of them I went to the university with and uh, and I still talk to them. I still like, um, I still keep those connections. Although the, the um, kind of um, mentalities we hold, it's, it, it, they're different now. How do, you, how do you determine like who's a real friend and who's a fake friend? Like, cause you know how some people like, they'll swear that you, they're their best friend and all that, but like, if it came from your perspective, you like, nah, we just kind of damn near associates, and you know, some people put extras on on a, on a relationship, but they haven't been th- there, you know, with you through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you define like a friend? Um, a friend to me is someone who thinks about me, but what I think and what I um, what I like and what I don't like. So, and without me having to tell them. You know, um, let's say when it came when it came to Anna, I love her as a uh, because she's a really good friend to me. But because we, our friendship is new, I had to tell her what I like and what I don't like. Something that I that I wasn't used to before because my friend would like they we know each other for so long that I just didn't have to tell them, and I forgot that with her. So wow, um, that's, that's divine too. That, I mean, because that's like almost like a a telepathic connection you have with your true friends because it's like they, they, they know you without you saying it, it, it you know, yeah you know what I mean certain, certain characteristics you might have we've shared a lot of things it's like our families know each other our our siblings know each other it's it, we're like a, fam- a little family already mm. um but yeah, that, that's the thing, and that's what I I forget that in America it's not that way. But you can still build it up. You can still build right. it up, and with with communication, with uh, with you know keeping and keeping in contact, and um, mm. just being more open to other people's um, hearts. Mm. Because yeah, it's not about me anymore. Um, I'm here by myself now, and nobody knows me here. It's a new society, so right. I have to be more open. So I like, um, I like your definition of a friend. <laughs> Maria, Maria got that's that's a real partner right there, though. It comes you know, two way. Saying? I mean, it's a two yeah. way thing. So um, so yeah. So that's that's a good friend to me. Um, when they after communicating, after letting them know what right. I what I respect, what I don't respect, what I like, what I don't like, um, they they respect it. 100%. Um, so being that you, you know, you're from Peru, um, you know, you had an experience with two different worlds, you know, South uh-huh. America and, and United States. Being here, what's one thing that you would like to see, what would you like to see change in this country? Being, you know, being from another country and coming here and, you know, having, seeing it from a different scope, what would you like to change most in this country? Whew, 
That's a really good question. The fucking food. That's what I change. That's <laughs> what I would change. No. Fuck that. Get on. You don't like diabetes? I'm <laughs> oh damn. Oh my god. Man. No, they're they're going into my country already. Like that's bad, and it comes yeah. from here. It comes from here. Everything yeah. comes from here. What's, what's the guy? Um, what's it? Monica? Monica? What's the line from a uh, little GMO movie? Have you seen that? Mm-mm. About the no. GMOs and all that. I forgot Mm-mm. the name slipping. But yeah, you know. Food Inc. Is it Food Inc? It might be Food Inc. It's not. It's not what the health. It's it's, it's no. the. About the GMOs. Um, I think it's putting. I, I'm not yeah. sure though. But you I'm know, sure. I mean, you know, that's inevitable. You know, they they gonna mess with the food. You just gotta know what's what, what works with your body and what doesn't work with your body. Yeah. And at the same time, I think keep your body cleansed at the same time too, mm-hmm. which might mean having a colonic or an enema every every six months. Mm-hmm. Just to just to flush your because your colon and your like it really that's vital. All that you gotta keep that cleansing. You know what I mean? It's nothing. Just get it, shoot some water up there, and but it, it'll add like ten years to your life. You know what right. I mean? Keeping your colon cleansed, oh. your body clean, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and farting the shit and on the regular. You know what I'm saying? You know. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the fried chicken and and the pancakes were the oh, waffles. The waffles. World famous chicken waffles. Hell yeah! Like, you know, <laughs> that was great. I was willing I, to I, get like, diabetes like, for so. that. Was it good? Hell yeah, it was oh, delicious. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Well, you know, you know, I just, I learned over time how to perfect it, and I'm still learning. So thank mm-hmm. you. You know, it is, it, it's not the most leanest this, but hey, you know who's counting calories nowadays? And that's the holiday season. I'm counting calories, God damn it, Bulldog got me. Ah, right. Bulldog got me living like uh, 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 Rocky. He's gluten free. I've been gluten free for three days. Every minute is torture. <laughs> What's that? You can't open no bread or no pancakes or No bread, no wheat. Why? What you trying? I am. Oh hell no! Mina keeps on posting these pictures of, of beautiful shrimp pasta. And his Why are your shoulders getting bigger and your head getting smaller? Because I'm working out. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are your shoulders getting bigger and your head getting smaller though? Nah, it's because my haircut makes my head look ah, smaller. Ah, that's good. Ah, and the workout's getting much. <laughs> You always he, looking on point, Howie. He just got a boy boy now who's taking her out left and right. They're going to Thai food, getting gluten loaded. I just, I, I, I went outside right now, smell like macaroni. I don't even eat macaroni. I've not had macaroni yet. I don't, I don't even like macaroni. You know, you, you ain't had the right person macaroni tea. That's what it is. You yeah, right. I you agree. You ain't had the right macaroni tea. I agree. That, that's obvious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? watering. You can't have, first of all, there's certain dishes where you got to have a certain amount of veins in your hand and you got to be a certain, like, over 40. <laughs> like, certain dishes, you have to be over 40 and have a certain amount of veins in him to make it. He's not it. joking. He was talking game once and I, and, I, and I had to hear it because his phone was broken so he has to talk into his microphone so that the text comes out. And I just hear him go, I don't trust anybody. I'm not over 40 you uh, making my jambalaya. He was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Who? You. You, you, you damn right I said that. <laughs> Jambalaya, jambalaya, gumbo. Certain dishes you have to be a certain age to make, man. I promise you. For one, it's the energy the older person, the wisdom, the love they're putting into is different than a 25 year old or a 30 year old. I mean, they got no kids and no, had no bills and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. There's been many, many a time when I've tried to duplicate what my grandma's made, and I just, I don't, I did the same exact. Yeah. Same. I did the same exact. Cut it in the same, the same every, everything. 
What kind of jacket? Hold on. What, nigga, is that a, that ain't no starter jacket, nigga? Hold on. It's <laughs> an old school ass jacket. Man, that's like old members only, like. Members only. That's the one the Bloods had on in colors, G. It's very fucking. When it was throwing the gang signs up in colors. It's very, it's that very, was the one the Bloods had on, G. It's very fucking vintage, and you know what I no, like? No, it's vintage like a mother. That's vintage. Like you, you, you know what I like most about it? It actually mm, belonged to me. Colors. It actually belonged to me. It's got my name on it. All Ethiopia, stars. Ethiopia, Ethiopia throwing up Yeah. Oh, it's got my name on it. Yes. It's not like one of these people bought it on eBay. They got it from someplace because it's stylish. It's literally, Ethiopian literally is my own. <laughs> what does that mean that uh, 10 years later it still fits me? I don't know, but it, it wasn't adult. It's cool. It don't look that bad. It just, I mean, it's cool if it was like, you know, like 89 for sure. 89, it was popping 89, G. It's still popping. <laughs> that motherfucker, I, I, I don't know, man. It. I don't know. Like, that's like one of them coasts you see at Ross that's like buried under in the clearance rack. They're like everybody. It'd be like it'd be like like on the floor on the shit. Like motherfuckers ain't fucking with it. Yeah, I was so happy. This nigga's oh shit. Oh, this motherfucker gonna sell. <laughs> and look dope too. And now I mean, yeah, uh, get yeah. it. I don't know. Nah, I love this jacket. I found it one, and, and I, I I was thinking about throwing it out. But then I just do. You know who brought this style back? This whole like eighties, ninety styles back. Ooh. Kanye. Oh. Kanye bought it back. No, I'm dead ass. Serious the whole with the. And I'm why like 15 you, why years. Why you guys ago, laughing? Why you guys laughing? It was just being born. Why are you laughing? What's so funny? It's true. He brought back Damn. the whole like. We're it, happy. That's why like, we're laughing. Yeah. It's this retrofitted look that's that's been updated. I thought that was Daft Punk in him. And slimmed down. He fucked with oh. Daft Punk. Oh okay. <laughs> I mean, I think it, this was happening like a little bit, but I think Kanye popularized it and and really utilized Kid it. Kid Cudi really did. Kid Cut Kid Cudi is really the architect of that look. Okay. Which look? Let's keep it gangster. What look? Nah, not really. Kid Cudi. Because I was watching. I was a Kid Cudi fan since. He but came I'm saying out. though, man, Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi kind of inspired him. Look, Ye had the Louis Vuitton backpacks yeah. with the polos. Back in 2007. I'm saying that. Shout out to the Fed, the Fed, the Fed's on us, the Fed, the Fed, don't, don't look straight up. Go to the west side, go to the west side. Go to the west side. Go to the west side. Pistola? Don't look no more, don't look no more. Oh, hell no. But anyway, yeah, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, he was inspired. Cause like, he came out with the, with the, with the polos in the backpack. 2007. And then the Stronger was like, maybe like the 80s, kind of. Stronger's, dude, he came out with shades that were literally shades. That was hilarious. I didn't realize that until like, 808s and Heartbreak was inspired by American Psycho. Yeah. Right? American Psycho. You see American Psycho? Not only have I seen American Psycho, I've read American Psycho. Me and K. Poor, I want it back. She ain't giving, she ain't giving that book back, though. But Easton Ellis wrote it, the same she guy. Sold, who, she sold it on the uh, offer up. I seen all the books. I don't even think she probably read it. She probably didn't yeah. even read it. But Easton Ellis wrote it, the same guy who wrote Less Than Zero, which also stars uh, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. and some other little. Rap pack motherfuckers. What? Are you laughing at, Anna? <laughs> what? We gotta guess. What's your favorite movie of all time, Maria? The Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, the with like... the little ginger boy? Yeah! No! Oh, Wait! Yeah! yeah. Right Chicks cannot hold their smoke. Now, That's what it is. She ain't talking about, she ain't talking about uh, Charlamagne. She's talking about the real movie, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why I like that. Why, why do you like The Breakfast Club? Movie. You know, American media has like a huge impact on immigrants. The, yeah, and maybe because of that, because it reflected like this, all of these characters were like different um, 
different individuals within that American United States society. So that's why I was so intrigued by it. Those are some badass and badass kids. How much? How much did you learn uh, about American culture from movies? Well, um, you know, the I think the girl was a, a virgin, and the guy, the, the main guy, the mean guy, was like making fun of her because she was a virgin. Um, there was the the kid who was a nerd. And like you know, don't you don't see those things over there? But like then you can associate with what you uh, also see in um, American movies, and it's like yeah, I mean, there's always a nerd, there's always a jock, there's always a princess, um, the weirdo, and I would like relate with the weirdo because I mean I was a weirdo back in the day. <laughs> oh, and we like, all, what's normal nowadays? Shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I thought it was really interesting because of that. I've always wow. thought that. You said that quick too, so you must really like that movie. I I love that, that movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's but you know, another um, maybe like a TV show that I really like. I don't know if you guys know about this, The Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, I well, love well, like, uh, Fred Savage. The, yes, the original Savage. Fred Savage. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, I love that TV show. I used to watch that with my older brother. Yeah. And uh, it's that's about how I, that's how I picture my life, like 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 me narrating my life, and then crew fucked up again <laughs> and wound up in detention. I knew I was gonna fuck up, but I winded up in detention anyway. Because <laughs> that shit was just hella just dope. How you just narrate yes, that shit? I was picture my life being like that and shit, yo. I love the TV show. I could watch that every year. I I was actually thinking about rewatching it today, and I've already. I mean, not today, this year. And I've already watched it like three times. The whole like I think it's six, seven seasons or something. Okay. Um, I love it. Yeah. It's uh like they follow Fred Savage, which is the main guy, uh, Kevin Ar- Arnold, and from since from. I have never seen this. Like, no. Okay. Um, since he was a little boy, he falls in love. Um, you know, it's his life. It's his life. His family. Right. Um, from the male perspective, white male perspective, of course. Of course, I mean, come on, that's America. Now. Yeah, and uh, he falls in love. He goes through all the first time having sex. So to me, that was like, wow, like how this do? is. How did he do? How did he do first time? How did, do? how did he do? Yeah. That was almost at the end of the. Uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, did yeah. Did he pass with flying colors? Did he kind of? He did okay. okay. I. I think he did okay. Did I think okay. he did okay. Yeah. Shout out to Fred. I think he did okay. Oh, first time. First time. Yeah. Um, I think he was. He was a se- no. He wasn't a senior in college. He did, he he did it when he was maybe a junior. Uh, with his first love. No, he was a senior in college. He was a senior in college. Do you find do you find yourself like living vicariously through like the, the you know just the shows that you like or the movies that you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know now. Now that I'm talking about it, I feel like I've had I've always had that curiosity on uh, this um, the shows that show the uh, American life yeah. that I didn't grow up with, but I was gonna become part of it at some point because I came when I was 19. Wait, did you know? Did you know that you were gonna go to America? I did well when I was when I started wa- when I watched it uh, the enti- when I watched the entire show for the first time I knew I was gonna come. Um, I was 18, so I knew I was gonna come. So uh, maybe unconsciously that was like uh, me preparing for the new wow, world, you know. Okay. So I did, and I watched it on YouTube. Now it's on Netflix. Um, 
so yeah. They yeah. say America's greatest export is culture, and it's and and it's pretty. Can you say anything? No. It's remarkable. It it is remarkable the amount of influence that ha- that America has purely through the media. Hell yeah. Good, good and bad, obviously. Because I know, man, when I lived in Turkey, I was in Turkey. They was they was walking to me. What's up, G? What's up, G Money? You give me fifty cent, I buy Pepsi. <laughs> Like, like, what's the, they, how you know what a G money is, my nigga? You Turkish, my nigga. So the culture is definitely flooded to you know the whole world. Before even the internet, I mean that was before the internet. That was that was definitely pre-internet. Yeah. Just through the music and through the movies, and and how much uh, movies and TV shows frame your cultural like they frame your your your. I don't know the, the way that you live your life, like just how you're saying, like how the narration. Really, you would always imagine yourself. I mean, you always it's it's the whole the myth thing, right? And Miles James Earl Jones a little bit, yes, and then crew fucked up again. <laughs> like Mufasa, Mufasa narrating that shit, Joe. That shit was fire. Dude, my dad always to me for the longest time I thought my dad was Mufasa because my dad <laughs> would pull on me the whole you deliberately. Yeah. Disobeyed me. He would. That line yeah. would come out of his mouth <laughs> whenever I got in serious trouble. And then, you know, not only was it, my dad was scolding me, but now it's Mufasa. <laughs> who, 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 scolding who, who, me. Fred scolding Savage, me. You, you want Fred Savage to do your joint? Fred, Fred Savage. Savage? Yeah, he would narrate your, your, your movie. Your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would feel. Yes, yes. Like, yes. Uncon- oh my, yes. Uncon- <laughs> yes. Unconsciously, I would hear like. No, that's for real. If she does this, <laughs> she's about to do this. <laughs> so yeah. You would live. You would. I remember as a kid living with the characters in my head. Yeah. Harry Potter was huge. Harry Potter was. I didn't get into Harry Potter too much. Oh, dude, it was. I ain't gonna lie to you, G. Dude, first of all, it was it was ridiculously formulaic, not in a bad way. What, what are you laughing at? Yeah, how come they keep on laughing at me? She said you look like. She is Harry happy. Potter. Why can't she laugh? Because I know she loves Harry. Oh, you love Harry oh, Potter? I she's do. From, she's from Hogwarts too, nigga. She's from Hogwarts. She got a Hogwarts pass too. I, it was so. It was so. It was such. And you know, I came. I came to the crowd late. I remember there was a book fair. It was a Scholastic book. The Scholastic book fair that the school. They would come to the school and they'd do that. And uh, it was third. It was fourth grade. And this whole the Harry Potter craze hit, and I just never. I don't know. Being like an Ethiopian kid, I lived outside of the mainstream culture to a certain extent, and so, yeah. for example, like TV shows, wasn't allowed to watch TV during the weekdays. Hmm. So there's a lot of things hmm. that just. That's weren't, good though. It was pretty. My good. mom, my, my mom was gone too much for that. She was at work too much. She, I was watching TV like a motherfucker. Had females over. That, that I was doing my homework, but you know, I was just being a fool. I, <laughs> I still. I, I'm sorry, man. Cut you off. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Me and my homie senior year. We st- I stole my mom's car and went to the strip club. <laughs> I'm like, I was a bad. I, I, was bad I, haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I been to a strip club Shame. once. And well, I don't plan, bad. I don't plan on going because it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get the, the appeal. It's like going to a buffet and you can't have any of the food. I mean, you could. No, you can't. I it depends on what strip club you go to. Well, they, got, they got Wayne specials. You, you gotta make a deal in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, can I get some of this food that's on display? Like that a little bit. Well, you gotta pay 
pay extra. I already paid at the door. Plus, I keep on paying. No, you gotta pay extra. What is it? The food is right there. No, you gotta. Yeah. Pay. Oh, two titties and a thigh. Plus a biscuit for like fourteen ninety five. Uh, it doesn't make sense. To me. I mean, you know what? It's so fucking American. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not American. I feel like it's because remember when we were watching Insecure? We've been oh, insecure. Yeah. So there's this scene where the this dude who just broke up with her with his girlfriend, um, of like a long relationship, he goes to a strip club. And uh, this girl is really into him. She's like, you know, boobies and all. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> boobies. Yes, yes. And uh, she's like, um, uh, it was something like, oh yeah. So how much? Like, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, what can you do, or something like that. That was kind of like the the conversation they had. And she's like, well. A hundred for a blowjob and like oh, three hundred for sex, right? For a blowjob. And he was like, Does she have, like, she have nice lips at least? <laughs> she yeah. was beautiful, of like, course. Okay, well, shit. I mean, I but uh, yeah, but it was like sense. he he was like thinking about it, or to me at least they didn't show, but to me it was like, well, I can get this shit for free. Like, why would I have to pay <laughs> if yeah, I, totally I don't pay for right? pussy? Exactly. So. Yeah. That scene, it's like to me, is very revealing. Like in the in the 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 sense of like the male perspective, because he kind of like changes face. Like he was having, yes, he like, was enjoying like it, fuck? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh yeah. But then when she said that, he was like, well, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> would you go to the strip club with your man, with your with your boyfriend? Would you I go? would. Okay, so you're down. You're down. That's it. That's cool. different. That's like a date, and you can have like laugh at it, and like yeah. No, what you mean? Sure. Bring some home. What you mean? Oh, maybe not. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, maybe. possibly. Yeah. Oh. That is a different. I mean, I, I don't know. That's like going hunting with a partner. <laughs> no, I mean, but your girl is your partner. Your woman is your queen. Is your partner. That's what I'm saying. She you know what I'm saying? Hunting. Shit. But uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> going uh, back. No, I, I love. I love. So okay, so I kind of exist as Harry Potter. Because so I, I want to get back to this. Because yeah, I, I, I really do love Harry Potter, and it, and and I came to it late. And then I remember, uh, you know what happened is, my parents got mad at me. I remember my parents got super mad at me for some reason. I don't remember what. And I had the third book lying around in my room. And you know how when your parents will get mad at you, you're like, I'm gonna do something good just to show them what's up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm gonna, you know, like I'm gonna. So I was like, I'm gonna just read a book. Just Clean my I'm, room. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, fuck BT. I'm gonna read a book. Yeah, exactly. I don't even watch, watch TV. So I pick up the third book, and I start reading it, and then I just was like, and for some reason I had never read it, and I just kept on fucking reading it, and I like killed it yeah. within like a week. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta get more of this. And then the Scholastic book thing happened, yeah. picked up the first book, went home that night, and it was a wrap. It was a wrap, and I just, I, I loved it ever since then. And they lived, and on top of that, I grew up. How many pizza parties you had, though? How many, <laughs> how many, how many pizza parties you had for your class, though? You ain't you had to read, like, a certain amount of books and you get a pizza party for your class? <laughs> I had one pizza party. Ah, you ain't got no that. You ain't got no pizza party. I had though. one got pizza party. party for my birthday. It was disastrous. My dad came 30 minutes late. He ain't read no books. Oh. This is what happened. This is what happened. It was my birthday. <laughs> okay. Uh, I remember it was, like, first grade, and my dad surprised me and tells me, hey, we're going to bring him pizza for your birthday yeah. today. And I was like, oh, 
oh that's crazy and then uh and then i remember walking up <laughs> to all these all the kids going like hey did you bring a lunch today and <laughs> like <laughs> they're like yeah what do you mean motherfucker? Like, man it's so crazy my, my my uncle Dwayne, man shout out to my uncle Dwayne. he was like he owned like a domino's pizza for like a few years when i was in elementary school uh-huh. so he would always come through with the, like you know the pizzas here and there you know like my, my friends that love you like hey man tell your uncle to deliver some pizzas he could just bring like eight, nine pizzas up there. You feel me? Like just, just like, you know, a couple times out the year or whatever. You know what I mean? Having pizza parties and shit like that. It was just dope. Because you know, like, in elementary school, like, when you had outside food, you, you was always looked at it as the was, coolest. It was the dope. When you had McDonald's, even, Mc, you know, Crack Donald's and some shit. Oh, my God, you got McDonald's? Oh, shit, I'll give you $5 and an hour later for a frat. This one girl always got super embarrassed that she was Indian. And her mom was really short, and she had this voice. She had this really shrill voice, and her mom would come in and bring her lunch, like at about like eleven o'clock or like ten thirty. You could tell she got really embarrassed because her mom, she would just her mom would come to the door, and she'd just be like Depali. What's that mean? You got an SAP. That was her name, Depali. Her name was Depali, but she was just like Depali. Anyways, this is my birthday, and I'm asking everybody, "Hey, did you bring your lunch today?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "You shouldn't have." And they're like. What do you mean? It's a regular day. Like, it's my birthday. My dad's bringing uh, fucking pizza. My dad's bringing pizza. I was super Damn, he was charged like that. Like, <laughs> like, he ain't never had a slice of pizza before. And, 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 now, you're a little too ill, man. I don't want that pizza. And, and, and meanwhile, yeah, I cocaine, didn't. Cocaine is something. Yeah, <laughs> little Caesars. Yeah, exactly. And, and, then I yeah. and then I didn't have a lunch because, obviously, I was going to give yeah. And then lunch arrives, and you know, fucking Ethiopians always yeah. late. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, you know, when lunch starts, I'm sitting around like, oh, you guys don't even know. This is fucking going to be great. It's going to be and, lit. And I tell everybody, and they're just like, all right, all right well, we're going to start eating our lunch because it's been five minutes, so we just need to start eating. And I'm just looking at the door, and nothing happened. And You're like, traitors, traitors. <laughs> teacher's looking at me, and it's just the clock is just going the clock is going i don't have anything on my desk i'm just sitting there 10 minutes past people just eating their lunch like damn where's how he's fucking done <laughs> what's your top three dishes of all time like well i like you know you know if you hold on hold on i'm not done with the story Wait, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, i'm sorry so, so then 15 <laughs> minutes like passes, story. Come hurry up. 20 minutes passes and then dad just comes with the pizza by that time everybody had basically finished so it was like I just had like three bucks of pizza to myself. Shut your ass up. What's good, bitch? You ain't eating all that damn pizza yet. That shit went straight to your shoulders, nigga. So that's why your shoulders so big right now. It was so big. I only did it, bro. That's how sh- uh, That's how Howie <laughs> enjoy In and Out now. How is it addicted to In and Out and Alpha Brain, G? I only had In and Out. And in what's happening now, I only had, I, he has an addiction for them three things. Bro, I only had In and Out three times this week, maybe four. No, you had it way more than that, motherfucker. Because you you have the the hidden breakfast menu. You know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? A little In and Out McMuffin. And then you know what I'm saying you had a double double then later on. <laughs> they don't open, they don't open it until I 10. know. Nope. Thursday <laughs> Thursday me and crew went to go handle some business. We go to In N Out. He asked me, When's the last time you had In N Out? I started laughing. This was yesterday, Thursday. You know the last time I had In N Out. The day before? The day before. You know what I'm saying? In N Out didn't give you a sponsor or something, they didn't give you a badge, Because you 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 I don't know. Do you got a stamp card or something? Would you get like a free in and out or something? That's a good idea. 
I gotta be one of them get more money in and out than in and out gets any uh, black uh, hood in America. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I have to start going. They, I didn't support Irma, nigga. Hold on. Nigga. I, I go to know. different in and outs just to. Different. Huh? I go to different ones just so I don't feel embarrassed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get oh it. my oh, god. Move out, yeah. wow. Indiana, Corona. That's a little extra, but Over okay. Over the weekend, I went to the Corona location off the 210. No, 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 it was not Corona. It was in Redlands. What's the Redlands location? And then, well, because I, I was at work. I was at work. I was at work. I was at work. I work in San Bernardino. So. Okay, Volvo, where? What the hell? It was a bike. It was a bicycle. That sounded like, yeah. like a bike pistol sharpener or something. I don't know. But he was still pedaling. Anyways. Yeah, you're still pedaling, but he's got money. What the fuck? Yeah. So I went to the Redlands location next day. I went to I think I might have had in and out. Anyways. Man, get off in and out nuts, man. They're not giving you a bag. No. What about? You, you eat a burger, you be hungry for 10 minutes later. Damn. What's That's how fresh it is. What about five guys? Yeah, five guys she, she says you got five guys. You got five nines. Hit you five times. Here's my problem with five guys: is yeah. versus In and Out. In and Out is a superb burger. It's a, it's a genuinely unique burger. It's perfectly proportioned, and is it is is it's a fantastic burger. Five Guys is just a regular burger that's dressed up. What? Exactly. It relies on gimmicks. Yeah, homie, it's got peanuts everywhere. It's it's got it's got like dude, it's got like all these mushrooms and, and lettuce. It's got it's got the stuff in it that makes it better than it really is at its core. In and out at its core. But you core, don't be hungry fifteen minutes later with yeah, five. All that fucking preservatives and Hey, preservatives preservatives. I don't know shit, but you don't be hungry, motherfucker. Preservatives in your prerogative. That's what I'm saying. What's your favorite fast food place, Marie? Fast food place. Um, well, well, I think In and Out. I mean, not number one though. That would be number three. Tacos are my first thing to go. Tacos. The ones from Oakland, cause the ones from here suck. What? I don't want to get shot at. Yeah. There's people out here that they take that taco shit shit seriously. No, I, that's just like a gang out here. You know? I have not gone to any yeah. other place besides Riverside to try taco, to eat tacos. So, like, I don't know what else is out there. I just know the tacos from Oakland are really good. Okay, and okay, okay. Is um, that like the, maybe like the seasoning, the different seasoning, they're using a different seasoning in, in a town or what? I don't know. No, I just, they're just, I don't know. Which is good. <laughs> I, like, honestly, shout out to them open tacos, man. They saw yeah. them over by Lake Mary or something, man. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the gentrified section, I'm going to go get me one of them tacos, man. Yes. Where, 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 where's, the, where's the best part in Oakland to go get, get some tacos? West Oakland, East Oakland, where? What would you say? Is that East Oakland? By Fruitville? Is it? By Fruitville? No. Yeah. By, by the park? By the bar station. Oh, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Right yeah. by the Fruitville station. Yeah. That's the, the taco truck. The taco truck. Guadalajara. Ooh, bomb. She said it's on fire. In Sinaloa. In Sinaloa. In Sinaloa. I love Oakland, y'all. I used to be over like off Independence over there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Independence? Yeah, Independence, the, the road right there. That's, they're like, no, I don't know what the fuck that said. Independence? International? International. International. Shit, I-N-N-D-P, I don't know. Shit, something, something. Yeah, I The long-ass I-word, motherfucker, shit. Nah, but yeah, I love Oakland, man. I love Oakland to death. I mean, I first go cool, but I feel like Oakland is a little more me. You know, there's a bit. Based off the linings and the history and the culture, it's a little more my style. 
you know what I mean? And like when I lived up north, like you like the grown and sexy spots are more so in Oakland. They you know they close like Maxwell's down. I don't know if Moi's still open, but they got a lot of nice little, little loungy spots. You can go have a good time. Whereas in Frisco, to me, Frisco, it's cool, it's expensive, and it's a little more mm-hmm. turned up in Frisco. In the city, it's a little more turned up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where, to where the open is a little more laid back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's turned, but it's like, you can, it's more spots where you can be chill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's my, that's my interpretation. Yeah. I mean, in San Francisco, it's just the hype, I think. And it's everything yeah. is too expensive. Dude, Francis, yeah. San Francisco's over. These fucking Revenge of the Nerd motherfuckers are taking it over. <laughs> the hipsters. <laughs> no, not even the hipsters. Just the Silicon Valley. This is a real thing, man. Yeah, but this is like some weird... You know, uh, these, these tech people are, to me... Well, we talked a little bit. Of, we talked about this with the Alaric, yeah. and we talked about how people are forgetting their humanity, oh. and their, and this push towards STEM and this push towards twet tech is also a rejection of the humanities and the liberal arts. And re- and and there's a reason why it's called the humanities. It's because you learn how to be a human. You're learning about like the, the condition of the human being, what it means to be a human, what is life like as a human, and and we talked about how. Uh, People are, are advancing technologically at a rate much faster than they're advancing humanely. Right. And San Francisco is like, dude, Abdul, Abdul, Abdul the Red Card Jewel, yeah. uh, um, talks about how he'll, okay, during the school year, for example, he'll sometimes be able to go back to San Francisco, and in and, and just within a year, like within in between quarters, San Francisco becomes increasingly unrecognizable. Like there are changes within the span of three or four months to the point where, like, he goes back and he's like, "Dude, he loves she, Riverside she, she compared to his old city." She changing, she changing like she, that. She changes so fast that he goes Especially back. Especially in Frisco, this is a lot of money in Frisco for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But but uh, okay. but then but then now you're pushing out all the people who are really creating. I mean, it's really it's it's fascinating this phenomenon where you have like. Rich people really are not the source of culture. Mm-hmm. They are they they finance culture, yeah. and the, and that's their role generally with culture is to foster the culture. But it's rare. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. We don't have the data on it. But anecdotally, you, you, like you live up there. Hold on, how you say like you live in San Francisco? I mean, you don't because I read about it. Yeah, I read yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. see it in places like LA or other places where the people who have the character and the people who are right. producing art are not these rich people. It's these people who are in the barrios or like in the hood, in the hood or it's just people who got flavor or people because it, it's real experiences. So you think like it's been it's been kind of raped and kind of milked in a way to where milked in a way that it is done, done, yeah. done, so, done, yeah. done. People are not getting hot. They're not paying homage. They're not giving these people credit. It's they're not giving these people a business. chance to buy back their own hood. That's that. That's the whole trick with yeah. gentrification. Gentrification wouldn't be as bad if they gave the people that they're pushing out a chance to buy their own shit back. A chance to buy their own community back. Mm-hmm. Instead, you jacking that shit up 500%. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm not going to have an opportunity to buy this shit. I'm uh, gone. Abdul, I, can't, I'm, I can't afford it. Okay, Abdul talks about it. Abdul is like, you know, like my parents are, like the rent is just, yeah. gets, he's talking about a bus fare, dude. How the bus fare is increasing in these, like, in these small spans where yeah. he's coming here uh, to go to school. And then he goes back and visits, and the bus span, the, the bus uh, fare has jumped like seventy-five cents or twenty-five yeah. cents, and that may not seem like a lot, but for people who are commuting, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That every day, if your commute is what, like 
three, four years ago it was twenty five cents. Now it's one seventy five. Yeah. And, and for who? For what? For producing but then technology at the sa- that we don't even know how to use. At the same time, the minimum wage keeps going up, and it, it's yeah, it, it keeps in a, like in a proportional way. In a pro- it's not in a proportional way though. Yeah, it's so not. It's mean, not. Yeah. The thing You're about right. Is like it, it might go up, but the housing and the rent and the bills exactly. goes up 200 300 percent exactly so it's kind of like you have to work like motherfucking double time or 60 70 hour weeks yeah yeah just to be comfortable we gotta yeah. get we gotta get our mind out here to talk about communism because i i had to read the communist manifesto uh the other day for a paper and that shit is more relevant now than ever yeah hmm he marx talks about how capital i mean like and, and i i don't i mean Capitalism, I, I don't know. Seems like maybe the the right way to do it is a balance between the two. But Marx talks about the bourgeoisie and capitalism and how they use the lower classes. If you're if you're not in the upper class, you're basically a lower class compared to the upper class. And the the lower classes are used to produce capital without having control over the capital that they produce mm-hmm. in a way where they are subjugated financially. And mm-hmm. if you're subjugated financially, then you're subju- subjugated in every other way. You don't, if you have to work those double shifts, you don't have the time to focus on your health, on your education. You don't have the time to focus on, 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 on your happiness, mm-hmm. on, fulfill, on, on being satisfied spiritually, psychologically. I mean, but you, you, you gotta make time for that shit, Howard. How? If you're working 60 hours a week. That's why you gotta, you gotta be innovative with the ways you get money. You can't be stuck in that. You don't, I mean, don't be stuck in that rat race. It's ways to make money out here, so people are just too lazy to be innovative. You think so? There's several innovative. Come on, man. That's the thing, though. We had, like, the, even with us, like, the selling dope thing, that's so old and redundant. It's so many different innovative ways to make money out here. It's ridiculous. Yes, let it be known. We people who hustle. California is the land yes. of the hustle. It ain't no snow on the ground out here. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta shovel your car out or shovel your walkway out before you get out here and get money. No. That's that's a, a blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. There's people out here right now, miles away, that still gotta get out here and hustle. It's two, three feet of snow outside. Snow blowing in their face like a motherfucker. They still gotta serve. They still gotta bust a notch. They still gotta get out here and work a nine to five. Yep. And get on the bus or drive through that bullshit. So people take that shit for granted out here, Joe. This is a mm-hmm. fantasy land out here. People have a good out here and they take that shit for granted, I'm telling you. That is true. It's, it, it's easy to get money out here. What's it like in Oakland? Is it getting more and more expensive to live there? It, it is getting more expensive. Um, I have uh, witnessed that with my with my tia. She, she lives right now in a one-bedroom apartment. And she's trying to move out. She has two jobs full time. Like she doesn't, she doesn't stop throughout the week. She doesn't stop working. And um, she wants to move out because the rent is too expensive. But then she's like, "Where am I gonna move if like everything is more expensive?" Um, She, it's basically has gone down to the point where you need a roommate or someone who can help you out to pay something because you can't just do it on your own anymore. Like you just can't. Okay. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Oakland, homie. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. We, we're, we're looking at, like, crew, what you just described about the people that hustle. Like, those are exceptional people who make it out in the way that you're describing. And the model for America was that 
and, and this isn't a knock to average people, and I'm not saying your aunt is average, but that like that you can make a decent living. You you could you could work and make a decent living and ha and, and have a a, a a good status of a, a, a life. Like you could you could live in a you could live comfortably. Yeah, I mean, ha happiness is, is subjective. I mean, it, you know it. Your happiness is probably different, you know. Than right, my but happiness. you should be able to mm -hmm. afford that one bedroom apartment if you're working two jobs. Yeah, both, both I mean, this, I, I feel like there's always a proper way to do something. But people, people don't want to be working all damn day. People want some time to themselves. Well, they want to be able to go home, relax, and you know. I mean, here's the thing. What from my going back to the story of my tia, she has to send money to her family, to her son. So that's where a little bit of her income goes to. Um, she has to well, pay her bills. Um, basically, everything goes to the rent. But then yeah. I feel like there's a lot of immigrant families here who are still sending money to their families. And that's why yeah. we yeah. low class people can't afford living on and our that's own. That's a whole other bill, right? That's an, yeah, that's another, you know that's another bill. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, it's a, and it's a bill that will never stop. Right. It's not gonna stop. That's your family. Yeah, yeah you can family, reduce yeah. the bill of yeah. your phone. You can reduce the bill of your Wi-Fi, but like your family is always. Maybe they're gonna. It's gonna increase. So yeah, that's that's what it is. Wow, and it's like I think a lot of people don't that are from this country. They don't understand that too. That extra send money to the family bill. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. only are you a, a, a immigrant to this country and having to merge in with this country and pay your own bills, you still got to send uh, money home. Yeah. And if you got kids, that's money to your kids too. Yeah. So it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming to this country, I mean, it's not as, it's not a cakewalk. <laughs> it I don't is hear not. About that. I don't hear about that shit when I get bad grades and my parents would, my dad would be like, you know, half the student of these people that I send money to back home. And I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah I send money back home to these students. What's the support? What? What's your name? Uh, I don't know how the If Peru anything like Brazil, goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> These girls, yeah. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, they be. I'm so talking about beautiful though, with like you know, bodies, and, crazy bodies. You know what? I was looking for Brazilian music for about a month trying to look like a Brazilian. Because Anthony Bourdain said, "You know what he said about Brazilians?" It was after we saw City God. You know what he said about Brazilians? Brazilians always look like they're on their way to going and fucking, or they just came back from having fucked. Or shot somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna add that. I'm or shots about don't forget because they will pop your ass. Those they didn't play, nigga. I mean South America the Lose the most beautiful woman um they come well the according to the Miss Universe uh you know thing. Beauty the, the the beauty pageants, yeah. Um Colombia, Venezuela and Brazil, they're like the most beautiful women um mm, in South I, America. Ooh, I don't doubt it. In I South America. <laughs> 
If you guys are like a Brazilian Asian or Brazilian like Filipino, that would be amazing to me. Because you know I'm like, I'm like Dr. Moreau when it comes to like mixing and shit. Like, <laughs> and the men are beautiful too. I mean, the men are, be are beautiful yeah. too. Man. From yeah. Brazil, they That's are beautiful. That's why I was in that city of God and I was like, Colombia. Oh, Colombia. And the accent. Yeah. Man, can I get a girl? Can, can yes. I get a girl with an accent? I just want you to speak your native tongue while we get intimate, you know? Speak that native tongue when you leave. Well, the native tongue? The native tongue. I mean, going back to Quechua over here. Your language. Your language. Going back to Quechua. Like, I don't care if you say, Ooh, say slap me with, with a motherfucking uh, platanos or something. I don't know. To say something sexy. I don't know. Slap me with a platanos? <laughs> yeah, you never slap with a platanos. Pause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Native tongue. Ooh. Yeah. Native tongue. That's what I, oh, she said, ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's what I call it. A lot of people don't address it as that, but. Spanish. Yeah. Spanish. Oh, you well, can, you can. What, what language? Do you, how many languages do you speak? Just two. Well, I mean, Spanish and English, that's it. Right. Yeah. Are there any languages you're trying to look, look to speak? Like, you can get a, like, a little Rosetta Stone and, like, say, ooh, I want to learn Japanese. I want to learn ASL actually. That has been what? a goal. ASL? Yeah. That's a game? What? <laughs> <laughs> ASL? What American Sign Language. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's another game right there. <laughs> you, throw, you throw ASL in the wrong hood, you might end up get some shot at. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a lot of eavesdropping. Sign language, nigga. Sign language, nigga. Hold on. <laughs> Damn. There's got to be a lot of eavesdropping going on in the deaf community. Just, you said you're dropping in the dumb. <laughs> <laughs> was that a pun? Was that a pun? That was another joke. That was a fucking pun. He tried to make a pun, everyone. Because how can they? He's not here all night. They're just talking. They're just talking in the air. You can't talk to low boy. Like someone clear across a court. Like well, they are having a conversation. Who is where? Well, two deaf people. Where at? Out here. No, what when they sign? When they sign? I seen two. I seen two deaf. Oh, I thought it was two deaf people. They were still doing the times, but then it, one, one of them pulled out a gun and they said, uh, "No, nah, this crimp, nigga." But it, <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't ASL. I think it was a CRIP. Why do you want to? Why do you want to? Why do you want to learn ASL? Well, um, because it's necessary. I feel like I've ASL. seen. Um, you get a lot of deaf immigrants. Mm, I mean. I, honestly, I don't know, but from the experience that I had in my jobs, there has been there's all in every job that I had. There's always there has always been one person who came who speak uh, who spoke um, ASL or speak ASL, and uh, and I didn't know how to communicate. And uh, most of the time, no one really knows. It's like no one really knows what they're saying, or I mean, they can write it down, but. I feel like it is another common language here in our in in the United States and back in our countries too. I mean, there's a lot of deaf people everywhere. Right. Um, unlike, let's say, if I were to speak Quechua, uh, which is a native language in Peru, and I go to a coffee shop here, it's like, well, there's not a lot of people who speak uh, Quechua here, so you know, it's. Wow. Yeah. So you like the only one speaking that shit. You start speaking that shit like people look at you like you're crazy. What what language is that? <laughs> uh uh, she crazy. Uh uh. I know. It's sexual. 
but it's something I feel like me as a business major as a marketing major I feel like it's necessary um, here in this society and back in my country to to learn ASL it's another language and everyone should know about it yeah that's what's up. so shout out to ACL ASL, ASL. Right? I'm sorry I said the wrong gang I'm sorry don't show, don't shoot me ASL give her a sponsor because <laughs> she's down for the cause for the ASL cause she's down to throw up some signs it's, and, and communicate with other deaf people it's hard because it's it's different every language with uh, English is different with Spanish is different they use different signing do you know some now do you know some ASL now I know coffee I know tea coffee. like I know the basics for a coffee shop you know heavy heavy whip with a venti stop it oh, sorry. I know it Coffee, I didn't know that. <laughs> like yeah. coffee, uh, like, tea, like, like chocolate, um, hot and cold, you know, uh, say my name and like spelling. Well, at least she knows the Beyonce song, Say My Name, nigga. Say my name. <laughs> like, well, that's that's a start. Yeah. Now you gotta get single ladies. <laughs> you know, it's all good. I just want my friend. I'm like single that, ladies. I'm like, I'm I'm just single ladies. Like, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Portuguese is ridiculous. I was listening to this girl chat, and, and maybe it was because she was yelling, and it was little kids. It was like small side of you. Mm-hmm. She was she was on the phone, and then and then she would take a break from talking on the phone and start yelling at her kids, and it sounded like monkey trip. Portuguese is hilarious to me. Like monkey what? Dude, because it's how, especially when it sounds like monkeys and birds at the same time, and then yeah. also. Fifty percent of it seems like just pure expression. That's weird. So wow, she's there. She's do bah. She's busy. She's a bah. That's what a monkey and a bird sound like, nigga. No, but, no, but, but when they're yelling, uh, it was like bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, I was busting maybe, up. Maybe. She was. It, it was like she was yelling, and then at one point, this was hilarious. I'm on the far side. The Brazilian team is losing three-one already, and they've already scored an own goal. Dude scores an own goal. Little kid. It's, it's like eight-year-old, seven-year-olds. Because the olders, usually I ref olders, I'm not some punk who just refs little kids. I ref older ones, but the older ones finished and now in high school, so now I have, to, I have to ref little kids. It was League Cup, and it was the finals, it was like the semifinals towards the end of the, se- end of the season. Yeah. And uh, so they were, they were losing 3-1, Brazilian coach is getting mad. Being a, being a referee is hilarious, I love it. The hell you talking about, Howie? Anyway, so the Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Howie, do what? All right. So the team that's winning. Is and this is the point of the show where Howie catches the contact The Brazilians are losing the one. The opposite team is makes a break for another goal. Crosses, crosses the ball in. Same dude scores another own goal. He collapses. He collapses immediately. Damn! Starts crying. <laughs> he, he thinks he's Pelé. What the fuck? He starts crying for a second time. And then his teammates are kind of like, you know, smacking his shoulder. Like, yo, get up. Yeah. It's okay. Don't worry about it. And then after a certain point, they just... Both of them look at the coach like, we got something out of <laughs> Nigga, that's, 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 uh, that's Jerry Maguire, nigga. Go on, nigga. That's Jerry Maguire. That's hilarious. That's any given Sunday. It was nigga. so sad. He was done. He was done for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, shit. They subbed him out. 
Oh, <laughs> they're serious about their football, their soccer. Hey, though. they will. You get killed over a soccer game. Hell yeah! Score a goal on the wrong goal if you want to. Hell you better yeah. have make sure your family gone. They left the country already. <laughs> no, that literally happened in Colombia. That literally happened in Colombia. I don't remember what World Cup it was. I'm pretty sure Escobar was financing the team <laughs> at the time. No, no, dead ass, dead ass. There was a thirty for thirty on it. Oh, and something. If homie didn't turn off the Wi-Fi, we could have looked it up. Well, you know, it's all good. It's all yeah. Good. <laughs> but uh, scored no goal, got killed when he came back home, because their team got eliminated. Yeah, because you can't fuck up like that's a major fuck up. People got money on that side on that football game. A lot yeah. of money. That's like Vegas, nigga. Hold on. No, I, it wasn't even. But it wasn't the money. It was just a pride. I the know, pride. I know. But it was the money and the principalities in the situation. Was, it was a pr- purely principles. You know what I'm saying? Pure, not all those people. Like, how long you scored the goal for them niggas? You work, nigga. Hold on, nigga. I mean, come on. Nigga. You're not gonna tell me that these wins are not related to an economic uh, no you know, absolutely, benefit. absolutely. But it, but but it was uh, it, it's it's a it's an issue of like. Yo, this is our fucking country. It's like, it's a war. That's what's so great about the World Cup. Is like, there are historical... Like, Hell in, yeah. In context, there are like historical nations who historically have been going at it. Mm-hmm. I mean like, England and Argentina, for example. In 1998, like there's a Falkland Wars that just happened. These are countries. These are a whole, like, ethnic groups mm-hmm. who are literally participating in a sport that functions every four years right every four years mm-hmm. that functions as a ritualistic like war mm-hmm. right like no oh, that's they, an interesting way of putting it oh sports yeah. are most definitely yeah, he, he, he's putting 10 on he's like putting doves on he yeah no it's, yeah, yeah. it's like the olympics of soccer it's right the, it's the olympics of soccer even right. even, even yeah. just football or basketball we're, we got tri- we got people dressed up in war paint yeah. and armor going at it mm-hmm. it's a ritualistic affair it is in which we're participating in war which is not really war, but it is war. You know what I'm saying? So when it when it is at the magnitude of countries mm-hmm. going at it, I mean like there's some been some epic showdowns. So yeah. when somebody scores an own goal and gets you kicked out of the World Cup, that's a yeah. traitor. I don't care if you did it on accident, you fucked up, bro. Yeah, you fu- stepped yeah. up and you fucked up, so you got to go. And the fucked up part about the World Cup, if your team loses, your whole your whole family dies. So it's like. That's that's <laughs> fucked up part. Like if you lose the game, everybody dies. I think they experience Oh game. my like, god! It's literally like gladiator, my nigga. You know, I believe it's because they spend so much money that they just go broke, and they're like, "Well, what else can I do in this life? I might as well die." Yeah, so that's why it's not a whole lot of World Cup teams. Honestly, those yeah. tickets are way too expensive, and people pay for them. And these people in our South American countries, they're just not even that rich. <laughs> so FIFA is one of the most corrupt. You think like Trump is corrupt or something other? FIFA is one of the most like disgustingly corrupt organizations. It's the mom, on, nigga. On that's the, the UN mom, mom. Dude. Man, ain't that, gang, gang. ain't nothing like <laughs> old rich white money mob. Yeah. Nothing like that's the football game. That's the high, that's one of them. That's that's up there with like the MA, all them niggas. Like that's up there, my nigga. The FIFA mob, nigga. Dude. That's up there with like the Gambinos and them, Joe. The Gambinos, yeah. The football. Dude. Man, you man, you get your whole yeah, family. No, you thought the, the cartels is bad, homie. Dude, that's a, like the cartels of uh, uh, football, homie. It's hilarious what they get away with. <laughs> I mean, uh, from Dubai, there's a lot of investors from Dubai who invest their money in the FIFA. Like, most of them invest their money in the FIFA. There's so much of life is a joke, and so much of it, like, like injustice, 
stemming like stemming from like financial interests and how you get away with it and what you can do with money and what and like I was thinking about this today because I got fucking it's very dry it's very dry the weather's the weather's cold and it's very dry and so my lips get dry and I put Vaseline yeah, I put Vaseline on which is the way that you should go because the Vaseline moisturizes but eventually it runs out so what happens I have to carry this fucking big ass jug of Vaseline no well that's what I should Nigga, be doing you stood out for me last time no 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 okay, don't you still no, here's the problem <laughs> is you can't wear Vaseline in the sunlight you can't wear Vaseline in the sunlight so you gotta wait until the sun goes down so there's a whole oh, 8 hours 9 hour 10 hour period where yeah you can't do that okay so there's a whole 9 hour period where you can't wear Vaseline so in the meantime I gotta wear this chapstick and this chapstick just makes my lips drier well, that's like Damn! Karmic. Karmic's did that no fucking Here? way! Yeah, no fucking way! It's like crack. It's, but crack. it's crack. How come this is allowed? Yeah, it's crack. Why is this allowed? And why are people participating? This is why I don't want to use this chapstick. Caucasity. Caucasity. Well, use crack. Caucasity. That's it. It's a scam. It's a fucking scam. So much of America is built on scams. What is this bullshit? How? Oh hell no! I'm a fight for that. I'm a fight for that. No, come on. This is some bullshit. Literally. Now, now you smoking crap. Because I, started, I don't want to use this chapstick. I got yeah. it on me and I put it on, and then five minutes later I gotta put it on again. This is supposed to be the same. What you want to do, man? What what you supposed to do? You supposed to just have everlasting chapstick? Your lips gonna stay greasy all the time? I want a solution, not something Damn, that exasperates the There's a problem with these people. These people. How many industries here in America and abroad are created on? Are, are, are predicated on creating a problem that they then solve? Oh, which ones are not? Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, well, no. It's a scam, dude. And the more you learn and the more you know and the more you get involved, the more it's like, scam? This is a scam? I'm... This is a scam? Yeah. This is a scam? And, and, but, but everybody's just... Is, is, is living with it? Well, I mean... Know. What do you mean, well, you know? <laughs> this is I don't know. Bullshit. I don't know. I just, I just put, chapstick, put more chapstick on how that's just fucking right, though. Say like fucking. How am I supposed? Put I some mean, fucking more chapstick on. It's one thirty-nine, nigga. Damn. It's one thirty-nine at CVS and them. That one thirty-nine, first of all, including tax, Damn. is one seventy-eight, which means you're spending two dollars, and you definitely get one thirty-nine. One forty-three after tax, nigga. Damn. You definitely lose that twenty-two cents that they give you. You can lose that, so it is two dollars, and then you lose it instantly. They've charmed it or hexed it in some way that no, makes you, you lose it, it within five days. So you gotta keep on buying. $2, $4, $5, then you decide, let me buy in bulk and I'll just keep it in my car. What happens? It, you know? But you're from the motherland, so you got like an extra layer of ash on you, though. Howie, like, like, you gotta buy a different brand, man. That's the only solution. Yeah, get the one. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I got bird <birch> bees. <laughs> and it doesn't work either. Oh my this god. Bullshit. Well, then understand. go back to the basics and use coconut oil. Shit. Yeah, oh, on some real shit, shout out to coconut oil. Yeah, huh? Coconut yeah, oil is that yeah, shit too. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, a young lady had to put me, on the, put me up on the coconut oil. Yeah. Yeah, I had your skin right, especially when you get a little massage with it, you know what I'm saying? The young you did. Not a massage envy, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you massage. He just threw it away. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. Fuck that. It's the. Oh, so, 128. so okay, okay, so it kind of even cool. We don't kind of wrap this up, but um, we about to we about to roll up on another another year, 2018. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, 
2018. It seemed like I remember 2000. You know what I mean? Like, where, where do you where do you see yourself in this next year, in this next you know couple years? Where, where, where do you where do you you know you see yourself? I didn't even ask you what, what your passion was, like what what drives you, what is it your career? My passion. I actually what I want to do is work in nonprofits, and okay, okay. probably here, probably back in my country. Um, my goal is to go back to my country and work in a nonprofit there because I know they they need people who um, know what they're doing. And I mean. I, I think I mentioned that to you before. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people who are not honest, and mm. especially in poor countries, they just like want to take advantage of it. Right. And uh, I feel like I am an honest person. I can use, I can utilize the knowledge that I've learned here and apply it over there. Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's what I want to do. Where do I see myself next year? Well, we're graduating. Oh shit! Turn so, out. Oh, y'all, yeah. y'all about to take a little graduation trip somewhere? And go turn up real well, I don't know. I, I got to pay my loans first. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shit. Got to pay your loan first, you know. Yeah. You, know, you can turn up one, one get last time yeah. before you graduate. Maybe so. Vegas. Maybe Ooh, Vegas. Look at you trying to go to Vegas. <laughs> That's cool. But okay, so so that so you, you want to have like non-for-profits set up in the future, stuff like that? Yeah. That's yeah. dope. It's mm-hmm. Specifically like work with kids and all that or what? Uh, yeah, kids. I would okay. like to work with kids. There's going to be a lot of badass kids too. You got to, you know. I love badass. And you can't whoop it. You can't whoop badass. You just gotta. You gotta. Just like, oh, in Peru, you, you can. Up. You can fucking you whoop those bar. kids in Peru. So I, I think I would rather go to Peru and whoop them asses. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> you hear that, Peru? Peru, she gonna whoop that ass if you Better get out of line. You send, her, you send her child to you if you want to. She'll get that ass tapped. <laughs> and we don't need no marks up. We don't want to go to jail or nothing. But. No, but I ain't doing that because my mom did it to me. So. It's other ways too, though. I feel like, especially with girls, like. I don't, I don't believe in hitting girls because I don't want to get them into like a a, a, a a state of mind that it's okay for a male to hit them. I don't even want to set that up. So I would I'd rather punish them in different ways or let their mother hit them. Yeah. I don't think it's okay for a man to hit a woman in no type of scenario anyway if they're their father or a child. None of that shit. Except in the bedroom. Man, you, you ain't got no females. Get your ass back. You got no females. How are you? Damn, man. Not even there, man. What kind of? I mean, maybe be a re- little rough, but like not like that. Yeah, well, maybe uh, that, but like. She said, you know, don't, damn, nigga, hold on. I'm working the morning. Nigga, don't snap it too hard. Like no bruises. Don't give me no, no, yeah. no hickeys for my yeah. other little work. Yeah. Howard, <laughs> you can't even smack the ass right, Howard. You can't. Even, it's a cuff, Howard. Big thank you to Maria and Anna for showing up. And thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, no, seriously. This is a big, you know, we're trying to put the pieces together. We is, they're coming together. Synchronization is real in, in, in all of our lives, whether we see it or not. Pay attention to the little things. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as we get yes. into these, these days, you know what I'm saying? Things will start lining up. It might seem a little weird to you, but that's just your third eye opening up a little bit more. You know what I mean? And don't be afraid of that. Always run towards what your adversity is. You know what I mean? Because the, 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 the dimensions will start opening up for you. Yes, yeah, it's you know, preach. So we all going to get it. It's going to be 2018 pretty soon. It's, it's party the way. Yeah, preach. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Sir.